Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, everything in between, movie reviews, and local events happening in or around Central Florida. As always, you have myself, Tony, and uh, absent today will be Ricky. He's uh, busy on a business trip, I guess. And who do we have today? Oh, we have... I have no idea. I have a good one. I'm always a blank out of these for some reason now. Well, one of our one of you, our mutual friends, uh, Neil, because mm-hmm. he heard the last episode and you were talking about your predictions. He should call it prenictions. Prenictions. So, well, we have a name for that, so that's my name today. So we can call promote the new <laughs> the new prenictions. Prenictions. Sure, I'm so good with that. Predictions with Nick. Prenictions. I want to be tested. You know what I would love to be <laughs> tested on that. Like, can I make a prenition? Prenniction. Prenniction. On very specific movies. Like how they're going to turn out based on trailers? Based on trailers, based on whatever little info I get. And based on... I feel like every movie has to follow a specific formula. Depending on the genre or depending on... Most movies always... I mean, within their genre, of course. But I think most movies follow a specific formula. So based on that, you can kind of always predict what they're going to do. Give me an example. Um, I'm not exactly sure how to bring it up. But it's almost like, okay... All right, if it's a teen movie. Okay, teen movie. Give me, okay, give me more than that. It's a teen oh, movie. But, oh, you want like a... Well, like, okay, no. for example, give me, give me a movie. A movie. Give me, give me, a, give me a movie. I don't know. Which, give me a very uh, whatever movie. What do, what's a whatever movie? I don't know. Movie? Like, uh, what's, uh, I want to say right, old, but I want to say new. Just something. Something that, within the last... All right, Hitch with Will Smith. Okay. Okay, fine. How do I do a prediction? Okay. So you got Hitch. Obviously, you have the main card character, which is Will Smith, right? And obviously, and he has as there's always somebody he's helping. Those kind of movies where there's always, you know, one person kind of overseeing another person or or whatever. You have, you have always have the that main person has to go through something. So the whole movie is about romance. Obviously, he has to go through something with another female. Yeah. So there has to be some kind of circle of it. So and then he obviously deals with. Obviously, somebody he's training because that's his job. That's what he does. That's what the whole movie's about. Now, the thing is, he has to learn from something from the relationship that he's with and the relationship of that person. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. So, like, you start taking those movie tropes and then you start thinking about the movie itself and you start seeing, like, oh, wait a minute. You're right. They they kind of have to follow those patterns. Now, the thing is, those are easy. That's not even a prediction because it's like, yes, he will get the, the girl. Yes, the other guy will get the girl. So that's that. That's like in the title, in a sense. So the question oh, yeah. is, there's no twist and there's no additional story where you have to figure that out. Yeah. All right. Like seven. Seven wasn't predictable at all. How it ended. I can't remember. Like, of course it wasn't. It wasn't predictable how it was set up. But at that time, obviously, there was there was nothing like that. But the thing is, that movie set a precedent rather than follow one. Yeah. So no, now, if you watch another movie, they might have set precedents that that movie made. That will have to follow the same kind of guidelines. Formula. Or formula, so, like, that's yeah. what I say. There's movies that set precedents for for movies, and there's other movies that ha- that most every other movie has to follow. All right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's that's gonna be your predictions. Well, that's what that's, that's, <laughs> that's like is my predictions based on no your the, predictions, all the movie, not predictions. All, your that's predictions. My predictions based on all the movies <laughs> I watched. All right. But as uh, Ricky is out, he did uh, help us out and let us know what events are news that's been happening this coming week 
Uh, first for history making for the for all you wrestling fans out there, AEW starts their weekly TV show. You remember AEW? Oh, you didn't go to the AEW event. What do you mean the the, the actual event? Yeah, because but I the, know what it is. I no, mean, no, I, was... I know because I know they do it monthly, if I'm not mistaken, and now mm-hmm. they're doing a weekly show, which that means they're getting more popularity. A lot of more eyes are on them, so which is good for for the industry itself to get more wrestling on TV. Then and and it helps build other uh, up and coming, uh, I guess wrestlers that doesn't have to go to WWE so or any, says, any I don't watch wrestling as much. Is that kind of like um, the so UFC and then there's the uh, like, like UFC MMA, yeah like UFC Bellator there's a uh, fighting TN fighting TC Titan TC I think it's called. So yeah, there's a lot of like uh, not as big of a name. As, like what you think UFC is because the Bellator is like the second like ranking right behind them. Which you know what's another one that's coming up that's mm-hmm. really funny? It's a uh, bare knuckle brawl. That bare, seems like bare, it's gonna be short lived so quickly. It's getting a lot of traction, but it just seems like something is gonna be short lived so quickly. Like I know, like, and I think there's l- a major... you can't really emulate fighters that are basically not gonna last the whole season. Yeah, but or so whole like whole year, like whole year. But from my understanding, the I forgot who's the owner of that, but it's supposedly going to be picked up by a major TV network to show it. How do you how do you get ready for that? Okay, so <laughs> this is my whole thing. How do you get ready for that? Because it just feels like you would lose a fighter just in them sparring with somebody to get ready for the fight. Because if they're going to fight the same way, they're going to fight the original fight. Yeah. So um, no, I, I think they still do the same thing with mitts and gloves. It's just more technical because you can't because you have you have to protect your hands at this point more because mm. and everything else, including. But yes, yeah, it's bare knuckle fighting. That's funny. <laughs> OK, so wait, real quick. So there was an old movie and I want to see if that ever happens in this old movie called Gladiator, not Gladiator with Russell Crowe. There was one older than that. Yeah. About- with with um, what's his name? Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. was the one there. Yep. That, right, was, so, that, that was a, he was a, the 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 up and coming like he was a top dog and yeah and, and, the, and, and the other and, guy was the up and comer yeah the up and comer that he but was do you like, remember the fight at the end where the guy was like well we used to fight with our bare knuckles yeah what was the first thing he did do you just remember yeah he used to he, I remember I, I he, love boxing was he used to duck his head down so he could hit the top of the head yeah basically try to break his head break his break hand because that's the hardest part of the yeah. body and the head I feel like that'd be the one of the first things you see in that, in that show yeah that uh, those events. Yeah, but I think you. I, if I'm not mistaken, I I think I saw one fight mm-hmm. online, and I think they threw kicks, and you could take them to the ground too. So it's not like just straight boxing. No, no, no. I get, I'm, I get that I'm part. Mistaken. I'm just. But yeah, so it's that's just so crazy. So that's great with AEW, and another thing is that WWE SmackDown uh, starts on Fox. Okay. So that's new. So they're moving to a whole new uh, network. Um. So that's great to see that they're expanding to other networks and moving. Uh, the needle forward for the wrestling community and industry. But you know what kills me is like, I mean, because I know WWE exists online, right? They do streaming because I, uh, my niece is a huge fan, so I pay for yeah. her service. Um, but it just kills me because like, I'm surprised they just don't don't solely exist online. Because think about Netflix and Hulu, all that, don't all of them have their own prestige with it. So I'm surprised WWE just doesn't try not to go on networks and just goes. Just have their own streaming service? Yeah. Well, it's they have because I think they have other like they have SmackDown and I think they have Monday Night Raw and they have other 
um, yeah, subsidiary what, shows. So, but I they guess all exist. I'm saying they would all, they all exist, exist on the cloud. Yeah. On the cloud. I mean, because think about it. Even if you watch any of those shows, which I don't watch a lot of them, but when I do, I notice they only advertise themselves. Oh they, yeah. They don't. They you don't see Doritos or Pepsi really. You see. WE maybe Doritos but WWE related. Yeah, they, they they're very focused on their content, what's coming out, so they promote. What's yeah, so they won't in. promote movies or anything. Uh, I mean, besides their sponsors. But that's the thing, even the sponsors are with them in it. Yeah. So, anyways. So yeah, so those that's uh, for all you wrestling fans uh, looking forward to another thing that is uh, another news is that uh, in the Arrowverse, uh, if you remember the Arrowverse. Spoiler for me. Yeah, go ahead. I know, I know, I know. Um. From Smallville, one of the actors that played uh, Lex Luthor, um, his name was, uh, I'm trying to remember, oh, Michael Rosenbaum, is now going to be coming to the show, not be returning to to the show, to the, I guess, to the um, Whatever happened the to crisis, that actor? crisis on not Infinite, Earth. Infinite Earths. Whatever happened to that actor, because like he was pop, like after Smallville, he was popular. He was doing these kind of like... How many movies? I forgot that he did one where he dressed up like a woman um, in a college campus, something like that. It was a oh, kind yeah. of comedy. Was um, it, no, I wasn't saying it was, it was like that. Uh, i trying to remember. Uh, Bosom Buddies, I think. Something like well, Bosom Buddies was the one with uh, Tom Hanks. Tom but Hanks, but I think the, uh, you're thinking about the other one. Oh, no, where, they did a reboot, but it wasn't with, with Oh, him. no, no, but there was a movie, like an old classic movie where... It was a girl who dressed up as a guy to get on the football team or something like that. No. Oh, okay. Oh, some, I forgot it was. But he was in um, oh, Sorority Boys. Sorority That's, Boys, yeah. Yeah, and but he was in uh, Guards of the Galaxy. He was? Two, volume 2. He yeah. was? Yep. And I don't Wait, think he did much after what that. What did he do in that movie? I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. I'm looking right now. Uh, He had a small role because I know he wasn't like one of the major actors in it. But on all essence, he's not returning. He's, I guess he's not going to be in the Arrowverse or returning his role, reprising his role. Which he's like the, the only Ar- one, right? Huh? He's like the only one not coming back from Smallville. Uh, I mean, as far as the main people from Smallville. Yeah, from Smallville. But that's that brings up a good question, though. What show... What is a show that you see if it would return? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of their core actors not return? Like, how would you feel about it? Like... Well, it's uh, not returning the show. What would it's just be sad about... It's kind of like a reunion where it's yeah. just going to be for a couple of episodes. Yeah. So, like, Ricky brought it up one time was that the, the office. Like, they did an office reunion and we didn't get Jim. Like, that'd be sad. Or even Dwight. Well, no. Dwight, I think, would be worse. Jim. I mean, I think I could do without Jim in a sense because Dwight is a, is a funny character on his own. And people playing off of him works. And... I, the only thing that I would hate is if they try to return the show. Let's say they got uh, Pam, but they didn't get Jim. And then the only way they could justify is by saying something like... They He's got off s- to work. Oh, no, no, no. Like, they got separated or, or like he left. You know, some something dramatic where basically it undoes everything from the, the oh, whole, then, se- the whole you know show. You people would hate that? Of course, but they do that all the time. Think about, think no, about no, Die it, Hard. It Die Hard be, does it all, every freaking movie. It would be like... No, it, I could see if it would return and, like, let's say Pam would come back. Mm-hmm. It would be that he's on because he oh, he's part of that uh, ad agency, the sports ad agent sports agency. No, no, I get so that. So he'd be like on a trip, but the essence of but what you would gym, never see him. So it was yeah, like, that'd be fine because but the essence of saying like oh, if they do a reunion, Pam comes back in, but she's like oh, me and Jim separated. That would kill 
everybody. But that's what I'm saying. They, but they, I feel like they do that a lot because okay, look, so uh, Die Hard, the original Die Hard, right? Was him trying to get back to with his wife. Yeah. After all that, it worked out. Didn't work out. But the second movie, literally, kind of the same thing, where he's working it out with his wife, they're together or whatever. Yeah. And then the third one, he lit- she just literally was not out of the picture. Not even to be seen. Yeah, like, and that's what bothers me. I'm like, damn, this guy lives a sad life. Like, he's never, he's always going after his wife. He never gets her. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you try to make a sequel, but then you try to undo what you built up in the the original stuff, yeah, so that you can justify the story you have now, kind of sucks. Yeah, true. But what would be another show that you would like? If we'd say reunion, what would be the show that would have the worst? feeling for you mm-hmm. if you would have a reunion like if a character didn't come up like one of your from the main characters. cast from the yeah of course more like okay cast. like the bundies and you don't have al yeah or like uh stay by the bell and they don't have zach even though zach morris is trash <laughs> zach morris is yeah yeah that would be i guess anything nostalgic well because okay show, like okay well, so we're, we're going after shows that we're talking about the main person because Al Bundy obviously is the show. That's the narrative. All right, so in his let's mind. say uh, so let's say like um living single without Queen Latifah. Like okay, Queen Latifah yeah. wasn't the main person in a sense, like it was a mutual broad show. Yeah. And I think I can lose somebody like like um Kim Fields. Yeah. Or uh um you know, some of the other characters. Or like Fresh Prince and didn't have Carlton. Because Will Smith is like, oh, was, a, he's a title character. Yeah, and didn't have Carlton. That would that would be kind of sad. Like it would, but I th- I think it would work. No, but it would because there's nobody else on that level. Like everybody else can be taken away except for Carlton and Will. I think because yeah. if Ashley didn't come back, you wouldn't care too much. Yeah, I wouldn't care. If uh, um, what's your face? The the sister, the the the, the bougie one. Oh um. Uh. Yes, that one. That one. Daph- no, 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 that. I'm like literally giving her name. No, if she was not on there, I can understand that. You know, obviously, uh, Hillary. Hillary. Yes. So sorry. So if Hillary wasn't on there, I wouldn't. I mean, it, the everybody makes the show, but unfortunately, the show ended up when it was really just Will and Carlton yeah. dealing with stuff. Or, uh, well, he, I think he passed away. Uh, Jeffrey, the butler. I mean, it, he had he had again, a lot of he, he, he would have a, little cameo scenes where he says stuff, but yeah, he was funny though in the show. But yeah, that's that's a good thing to think about. Like, what would be not does that doesn't have to? I guess it doesn't have to be the main actor or the main protagonist in the in the show, but one of the off ones that did steal the show. Okay, the so let, uh, who is one character? Let's say if you can have friends, but you can only have five of the six. Yeah. Who would be the one that you think Chandler? That, you think the show cannot survive without Chandler? Oh wait, wait, no. Oh, that, that would, you can you can actually X out and be okay. Yeah, Chandler. Wow. Do you think the show would be fine without Chandler? Yeah. Okay, but who who can't the show miss? Phoebe. Really? Yeah. Okay. She made the show for me. She made me... She's the only that made me watch the whole season. Yeah, the, whole mean, the whole The, the whole, whole series. Thing, really? Yeah. I don't know about the only thing. I mean, I, I mean, it was a combination. Everybody... You know, it's funny. I learned when I was in... Oh, s- you know what? No, no. Uh, you know, I'll keep Chandler. I'll throw away Ross. He got, a little, he got a little weird he got, at the he end. He got annoying. He, he was annoying all nine seasons. No, season, I think he just got really annoying. No, no, he was end. annoying for me. It's from, from, from episode one to episode 5,000, <laughs> whatever that was. Yeah, so Ross would have to go. Yeah. How about you? Uh, who would be the one that has to... That that could, to... You could kick out and be all right. 
Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm not gonna win on this one if I say it. Okay, uh, you can say it. Trying to think. I guess it would have to be Ross. And, and no, because I can't do. I I need Joey. I need Chandler. To, that that friendship was a big thing. Yeah. Monica was a very pivotal character because you kind of her neuroses, and Phoebe was kind of like the opposite of her. Yeah. But and for some reason I can't really see the show without Rachel because I loved Rachel in the show. So it's. So I Ross would have to go. Ross is the one that has to be shred, like shedded. And then he's sacrificed. And who who wouldn't the show be without? Um, honestly, I would say you say Phoebe, but I think Phoebe was good. It's just that she was a more of a secondary character. Like you can watch an entire episode without Phoebe, and she does a little quick cameo, and you're good to go. That so would she make didn't the have show to be pivotal for the whole thing. So she I think, doesn't, but she would make the show for me. She would make that episode. That's the thing, but as as far as like yeah. almost like a garnish on on a beautiful meal, um, but I would say I don't know why I want to say Monica. Oh, okay. I don't know, like you think about the stories are always kind of like she's the central character, not the central character, but she's always central to every story, like in a sense, like everybody right. goes to her or she has something to do with it or something, something to do with everybody. All right, that's interesting to know. Yeah. But uh, with other major news coming mm-hmm. up that came up this uh, actually today was um, Sony uh, Interactive Entertainment. Uh, Sean Lydon uh, is leaving Sony is leaving PlayStation. OK, what does that mean, though? Because uh, he was the head of the studios. So he, I guess he overlooked the d- development of the new hardware games that were coming out for it. If it's through third-party developers or their ingrown games, which were very limited, um, he's out. So he uh, He's out like he left or he out left. like he got kicked out? No, he's departing. It just said that they uh, PlayStation tweeted that today around 4. It was like, it was with great emotion that we announced that Worldwide Studio, Studios Chairman Sean Lydon will be departing Sony Entertainment Sony International Interactive Entertainment, sorry. His visionary leadership will be greatly missed. We wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful for years for his service. Thank you for everything, Sean. So it looks like they part they left in in good terms the way they they wrote it out. But like that would cuz he had he's been with Sony for uh he's been with Sony since 87. So for years he's been he started he he was uh he joined part of the corporation communications department in 1987, and then he became uh he, um, president when, of the com- when did Sony PlayStation Fish- first come out then? Uh, PlayStation came out in mid 90s. So, and he's been uh, has he been he's been with Sony since? no well he's been with Sony. Uh huh. For since eighty seven, but once I guess when they did Sony Computer and uh, Systems, uh-huh. which was like this PlayStation, he was a president of that one. No, he wasn't president since the beginning because he came in two thousand seven. So he came in later in the game, oh, but he's okay. been with Sony. Itself. Okay, no, no, I get that part. I just I'm just curious because I'm like I'm just wondering. Like obviously the uh, stuff like that is mostly the direction. Of what yeah, the so people people are just gonna be seeing what Sony's gonna who's gonna be heading Sony Entertainment interactive entertainment and see where they're going to go regarding the development of the PlayStation five, all the games are, are coming with them. What exclusives are coming? What deals are they able to garnish out of them? 
and games like that. So that's going to be interesting to see what's going to come up in the next year or so. So, yeah, that's that's one big news in the gaming industry. Well, how do you feel about that, Nick? No, I'm interested. Actually, it's funny because I'm not somebody who does, like, stocks and stuff like that. But I can imagine because I, I, I was watching something the other day talking about, like, any, anything in the news usually uh, can shake the market. Oh, yeah, so I can definitely. imagine something like this when you're taking somebody who was successful at their position and they're leaving, you know, for PlayStation. I, I can imagine yeah. that probably affected their stocks. Yeah, it could. It could because it wasn't like they were fixing you know the problem. Gonna, you it know what's going like, to affect them more is like who they're going to have come in. Well, of course, who they have come in. But the as fact that they don't have it, leaves the, department. the fact that they, they, they did that and they don't have somebody to announce kind of thing. I'm sure it does not bode well for them. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we come back with Nick's. Corner movie review? Corner? I got a corner now? You always got a corner. Put, we put Nick in the corner. Nobody puts Nick in the corner. All right, guys. Be right back. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back. Nick, yeah. before we start, actually, okay, what's uh, up? Ricky was telling me that he did watch Hustlers and from... What he told me, he gave it three out of five Nickies. So but that's he, that's consistent, right? Yeah, that's consistent. No, but he wait. Gave, he gave, yeah. Did we? I no, gave, did, I, no, I gave him a two point five. Me too. Oh, so it's a so it's a two point seven five. So he's a little bit more positive with it. Well, it's because he's in love with J Lo, so he gave. I didn't say he anything gave, wrong he about gave, J Lo. He gave her a five out of five Nickies. <laughs> I didn't say nothing wrong about J Lo. No, nothing's wrong about J Lo or that's her acting saying. abilities in it. No, I think but she like I said. She did great. I think she did a great performance considering. Yeah. Like, it's just the material could have been but way better. Yeah, true. So, and, but all right. So let's start off. Okay. All right. Um, I was checking out trailers, and it's amazing to me now that I'm starting to notice a lot of trailers like are are seasonal. Well, no, no, no. I'm like you think that all the trailers that drop are half movies, half. Well, what used to be the uh, straight to DVD or straight to VHS, but now is straight to streaming networks apparently. Um, but it seems like a lot of movies are going. Like we've been talking about them for weeks. In regards to, you got the yeah. Irishman, you got all these big... But Irishman is coming to theaters. It's it, coming to theaters. It said Netflix. Yes. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, Irishman is going to drop in November? I think in October? So Netflix is going to drop... Is it, is it going to drop a movie? movie? I think it's dropping in theaters and then going straight to Netflix. If I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. I thought I read that somewhere. I that, thought somebody was... I don't know if maybe it was just some talking crap. But yeah. If Netflix is going to be an official movie theater... Production? Can you imagine that? Like Hulu, all these other companies start doing that too. When yeah. they drop, they do they do their own movies to have exclusive rights to them. Yeah, but I, yeah, because Netflix. I think he. I mean, it's a huge movie with a huge cast, great story, and obviously, like I was watching the trailer, and I realized, which I thought was brilliant. If you if you think about it, was they do the aging on these actors? So all these actors are what in their sixties or more, right? Yeah. And then when you watch the trailer, they look like they're in their not I want to say twenties, like four, like forties or something like that. And the movie spans twenty, thirty years. So to use the aging in that way, I think is genius. Where you put an older actor in a good movie, a, 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 an older, more established actor. Yeah. You have him play a role that he's a way younger, and then you de-age it. I mean, you use the aging so that he can play that role, and then the movie progresses. And instead of like most movies where you see them put makeup to make the actor look older, the other way around, they just allow the actor to look his own age. Yeah. Which I think is, I mean, I don't know why, I just think it's genius because 
obviously they look like that. They look that age. We already know what they look like at all these different ages. Yeah. So it looks real. It looks more original. It looks real. Yeah. So I I just thought it was brilliant. So yeah, to just to bring my point in from what I just yes, said. Yes, sir. Uh, it, this is coming from Cheat Sheet. I guess it's an article that The Irishman will be opening in theaters November 1st. And then soon after, I guess it's going to be in theaters for like a few weeks. Like a limited release? Yeah, like a limited release for several weeks in theaters. Then it's going to go straight to streaming. Exclusive. Exclusive to Netflix. So they're not even So gonna... I think this is their first movie. If I'm not mistaken, this is going to be their first movie. That a theatrical they, release? It's going to have a theatrical release. If I'm not mistaken. I'm, I'm pretty sure because I've, I've seen a lot of them that come out. But they go straight to DVD. But you have to understand, you have Martin Scorsese directing. I mean, it, you it, have like top-notch players in the No, industry. I can imagine why the the want for it to hit. I was surprised when I first saw that that was a Netflix movie. Oh, yeah. When you said at mean, the beginning, like Netflix. Yeah, because I mean, Netflix what? has been growing and they're doing, they've been developing these great, elaborate, huge plot storylines and budgets. But yeah, you're right. The The, the, the actors involved. The the director involved, the story structure, everything. It's just, it's it's insane. So yeah, you it is. That was gonna be one of the biggest movies to go straight to the small screen. Yeah. So, but I guess not. It's going to the big screen first. It's gonna go to the big screen and then go to small screen. But only exclusively to. They might not sell DVDs to it though. No, it won't go to DVDs. That's that's, a, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be the theatrical release. Never goes to DVD and, and never available anywhere else but Netflix. Yeah. That's insane. That's. Bananas. So, uh, yeah. but yes, um, like I said, a lot of these trailers we're watching lately are are going to streaming networks first. But these, I believe, are going. Let me see. Okay, so the first trailer I want to talk about was Lucy in the Sky, uh, and that's Natalie Portman, John Hamm, John Hamm. I'm not sure there was other actors I have recognized, but I, I couldn't remember their names. But it was. Um, it was interesting because uh, Natalie Portman, obviously, is a great actress. And I guess she's playing an astronaut, a female astronaut who wants to go back into space. Yeah. And I guess this is where I think Natalie Portman is going to start to be to have um, kind of like a a, um, a theme. Because you know how most there's she actors be typecast are, typecast. <laughs> yes. I think she'll be start getting typecasted because in the movie, in the trailer anyways, yeah. it seems like she is just so dedicated so obsessed with going back to the space yeah that she starts to do things that were like nuts like a little crazy very questionable exactly so i feel like she is going to start being typecasted as that uh, person who is so professional at what they do the and over, obsessed. the overachiever the overachiever who goes yeah. crazy yeah that that that's too obsessed with success that, it, goes, that it becomes their downfall Yes. Pretty much. Something like that. That's what it looks like, but it could be completely Well, we're we're basing off your 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 Nick uh predictions. No, this based... is not that's not necessarily a prediction. <laughs> I'm just saying I just find the pattern interesting. Yeah. Um but no, it's But uh, she's phenomenal though. No, she's, she's a phenomenal she's, actress and it, the movie what, what really caught my what, attention when I saw it. All right. What would you place her in with your f- top female actresses? If you could place her anywhere. You're thinking, dun, 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 dun. Well, I mean, yeah, I would think our top. I, I'm like, honestly, it's weird because I can't even picture my top one and two, but I kind of picture I would put her in my top three, even though I really at this moment I really can't picture. You can't, my top. You can't find a one and two, but you have her in third place. Yes, automatic. Yeah, I, I have her in my top five. Well, she did one of my favorite movies. The movie I felt like it uh, kind of 
I, there's certain movies that I feel like change me uh-huh. or that I keep on referencing because it makes me f- remember where to go in life. Yeah. And she did Garden State. Okay. And she literally was my, like, what I, what I picture my ideal woman to be. And not necessarily because of looks or anything else, just because of... Personality? Yes. That was a, that was my ideal yeah. woman when it comes could, to personality. I could see that with her. Like, like that personality for you. Yes. And I mean, don't get, if it's Natalie Portman, just much the better, but... Yeah, yeah. It was just that personality. It's just a plus really, if it looks like Natalie Portman. Yeah. But personality-wise and attributes... Yeah, it was my ideal. Personality attributes, yeah. I see it. <laughs> so, um, so okay, that was uh, Lucy in the Sky. Yeah. And then there was a movie which I, I found interesting because you recommended it to me. Um, oh, as so far as the trailer. The trailer, for, yeah. Yes. So, I, and the thing is, it's not that you don't necessarily recommend movies. It's just that you don't necessarily recommend movies like this. So, that's why I found it really interesting. Because it was really obscure from what I would normally send you. Exactly. So, okay, the movie was called Uncut Gems. And it's starring Adam Sandler. Which is like my wife's movie husband, pretty much. <laughs> no, give me I literally have watched his best and his worst, and I still always enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen his worst worst. Uh, him playing his sister, his own sister or something. Yeah, I would say it's his worst. Because it's not it. as funny. But, but like, I, I, like, I know people probably say his worst might be like, um, that's my boy or whatever. Remember that one? Oh yeah, I like that one. I, re- I like I watched, that one. I watched that one over that and over again. It's funny, but anyways, yeah, this one is, I think, what Jim Carrey did when he did a Truman Show or Twenty Three. Yeah, it's him stepping out of his normal role. Like he did Punch Drunk, Punch Drunk. Well, love. Punch Drunk drove Love and then Funny People. I think were similar in the sense of they were still him being Adam Sandler funny, but with more of a dramatic tone. Yeah, but this one's like way. This off one the seems handle. way off. Like yeah, this one he's playing like a. Like a street hustler who overextends himself to a lot like of people. A, yeah, like he's a jeweler. Or yeah, something. he's like a jeweler. Basically, he's just somebody who seems like they overextend themselves, and it seems like a genuine kind of like drama. Yeah. Like not like a Adam Sandler comedy drama. It's, it feels like a genuine drama. Like, and for him to pick up, the, well, it's in theater, so I guess he's almost done with his Netflix roles because he was only he was assigned to Netflix. I think he was like for some reason I I thought I read somewhere that he. He actually has some, um, like openings. Or no, no, no. Like he is part of like like he's part of Netflix. That's why he does. Oh, uh, okay, got it. But you think about his genius though, because I was watching something the other day, and they were saying how, you know, since he started doing the Netflix ones, people can judge whether they're good or bad, but they don't go under the 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 what most ratings are based on uh, box office. Yeah. So they don't go based on box office anymore because he does them straight to Netflix. So. You really can't yeah. say he fell off or whatever because he's still making the movies and yeah. So you're not going by box office. You're more going by like what the audience feels or doesn't feel from his movies. And so then, that's how you're rating it. But doesn't it doesn't take away it doesn't, doesn't take away from the success of how well exactly. It does. So you really can't. And that's what most Hollywood try to do. They try to judge based on your box office money. Yeah, what your movie makes. And since they can't do that, they can't really say he's fell off in a yeah. sense because. They could only say it was just it wasn't funny or it wasn't. Yeah, you can make your personal critiques, but they can't really judge it based on yeah. box office receipts. True, exactly. So I think it's a kind of a genius move if you're just. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, you want to just make some random movies and make it funny because Adam Sandler, that's what he does. He makes these random movies, and maybe they might not me might be not as funny. Do you as think if this one does really well, he's gonna come out more? Huh? You think if he does really well with this one, like if this one does well in the box office? And he gets a lot of positive feedback. But is it a box office or Netflix again? Box office. 
This was box office? I think it's, yeah, it's going to be, I think it's by A24, okay. the production company. Okay. So it's going to go to straight to theater. Uh, but I feel like if this one does well, and I think it's going to be, uh, because it's such different from what he normally does, that I want him to see him to do more, like a few more, not so many, like maybe like one or two movies, more with that type of tone. I want him to see him do a horror. That would be... You know, and what is up with that? all the comedians we grew up with going that route then? Because think about it. You have um, uh, Robin Williams did uh, One Hour Photo. Yeah. Um, you have Jim Carrey did 23. Yep. So, Chris Rock is doing a horror movie. Is it, he doing it? I think he's producing one. If I'm not mistaken. Isn't yeah, he producing the, the remake of the Tales in the Hood? Not Tales in the Hood. I think... Is he... Who's doing that? I forgot somebody's doing I that. I don't know who's going to be doing that, but I know he. I think I need to look into him. I'm going to do more research, and I'm going to bring it back to you to, on next show. But I think he is going to be coming out with another horror movie. You know what? Let's do it right now. But yeah, I. It's funny. Like I. I guess a lot of uh, because Jordan Peele was the uh, the one that that pushed the horror genre more coming from a, a from a comedian. But well, the more recently known because i know there's a f- i think there was a few other comedians that did horror prior to him no there's been a lot of comedians that do that. i think if you think about it and not horror but like when they go dramatic or they go something completely different they do like think about it um a tom hanks was a straight up like physical comedy uh tv show actor and movie oh, actor that's what he's doing he's uh uh chris rock is bringing back saw that's interesting. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna be a. Yeah, he's rebooting. He's gonna reboot Saw the series. Huh. I knew it was a horror movie. I, I was gonna say. Uh, I just was, hope he does a good job because. What was the one that we were talking about earlier? Tony Todd's. Uh, oh, the the uh, Candyman. Jordan Peele is gonna bring back uh, Candyman. Candyman, yeah, yeah. When, he, when I thought I thought Chris Rock was bringing back Candyman, mm-hmm. but I was like, no, I think it's Jordan. No, Peele. it's Jordan Peele. So yeah, so he's bringing back Saw. So, yeah. No, it's it's always <laughs> interesting. You know what? But you know why? I remember reading a long time ago that um, they say uh, uh, comedians make people laugh so much because they they know what it is to be sad. Okay. That's like so that they, they basically like they they always there's always this kind of running thing where they say comedians are usually comedians because they are understand the saddest, the people. saddest part. Yeah, they're yeah, the saddest like they people. have a, a dual personality because of it. Wow, that's insane. That's dark, but I like it. It is dark. It's a dark perspective. I like it. All right. So what else? What else we got on the trailer? So then that was Uncut Gems. And uh, so (laughs) speaking of Uncut Gem, so I saw this trailer. I don't know why it caught my attention. It was called Primal, and it looked like a straight to streaming service type of thing, especially because the main actor is um, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. I swear he's the dice roll of, of actors. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> you never. It's true. And they just don't. I think is I appreciate him for that because no he matter o- what he overacts, that makes the acting different and great every time. Oh, he makes that. Yeah, he makes acting himself. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, you can't never really say the movie was bad because he did a bad job because he always does the same job in a sense. Like that's him. He, it's his style of acting. You know, kind of in every movie. Um, but anyways, so in the movie, he is this big game hunter. Who captures animals? Um, I'm not sure for what purpose, but for I think it's for reselling. 
Well, yeah, but he captures them. He doesn't uh, kill them. He, he captures, he captures them. and transports them. Exactly. So, but that's like his main thing. He's a big game, big game hunter when it comes to that. So apparently he's on a barge ship. And at the same time, they're going to be moving a terrorist like or something like that, where a, he's a, a known killer, killer expert yeah. killer, whatever. So I guess Nicolas Cage takes it upon himself to capture the killer. So no, no, they, no. They brought him in. They captured. He was already captured. No, no, no. no. He, they brought him in, but he escapes on the barge. And Nicholas Cage takes it upon himself to capture him. But he kind of turns the barge into a huge jungle because of all. He basically releases all these huge, dangerous predators, predatory animals that he caught, and then goes after the killer. Yeah. For the so basically, it's big game hunter versus uh, killer. Yeah. So I don't know. It's so, an interesting concept. And I like movies like that because that one is difficult to make an uh, uh, prediction because yeah. those movies don't, especially Nicolas Cage movies, they don't <laughs> they follow the know, normal. You never know where it's gonna go. Well, yeah, that's the you know, they, never, they don't always follow the normal um, movie movie like flows, movie formulas and stuff. They you can predict it to a certain degree, but not like as good as like you can predict a, a big budget movie. Yeah, that's true. But so. Um, so okay, those are the yeah. three trailers now. I'm still I'm still on it with Nicolas Cage with that. But all right, what those are the three trailers? Actually, we should make we should the, the, we should produce a question online. What would we want to see Nicolas Cage play as an actor? Not Ghost Rider. All right, so Ghost <laughs> Rider. <laughs> all right, so so okay, so then we got we go back to the movie review. Uh, we got to me and you got to go watch Ad Aster, Astra. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is with Brad Pitt, and this is a space thing. Tommy Lee movie. Jones. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Um, him. where he goes looking for his father in space, uh, at the behest of the government. But this is different in a sense because it's kind of like the remote future, where I guess space travel, colonization of uh, you know, of us and other planets, is a common thing. Yeah. So okay. So it, it's a, the great thing about it. It's like it was distant in the future that is the theory of how they transport it's kind of similar to what we do now mm-hmm. but not so far in the future that's unrealistic and i have some notes on that but before i get into that yeah let me ask go ahead you tell me what you thought about the movie i thought it was it, all right overall i thought it was a great movie it was a good movie not great good uh the pacing of the movie was a little damp- dampering for me because there was so many things. The movie was like a little bit over two hours long. And I think they could have easily cut out like 30 minutes, like little snippets here and there of 30 minutes time. They, they could have cut out to make the movie shorter and, and more to the point. And it would have driven the, the, the story and the big message of what it is all together. But overall, Tommy Lee Jones did a good job. His The way he portrayed his character from... The backstory that they provided into what you see him at that point was good, and um, Brad Pitt's character also his like the ups and downs of the emotional roller coaster he had to go through, and even the physical roller coaster he had to go through for as the movie progressed was good. Um, overall, I thought it was alright. A lot of the there was no scene that that was like memorable for me. That's one thing. Now one there was scene, one. What? There was one for who for you, for both of us. But I'll remind you about it in a second. All right, but yeah, I would give it 
Oh, I want to hear yours. I don't want to tell my Nikki into you. Let me really. But then, should I give my whole review or just my Nikki's? No, give your whole review and then we'll, we'll trade Nikki. Okay, so the the scene that I know you remember, the scene that stood out is because you mentioned it at the way out. One hundred and twenty-five dollars. That wasn't me. That was you. That was it was you. No, that was my wife. That was uh, was your wife. Yeah. No, but it's still like I felt like that was like. Okay, so that just to to butcher, you know to get into my review and kind of go off what you said. Yes, I do like that they used what we know as practical space travel um, in order to like nobody. It wasn't like a flying saucer type ship. No, they were doing legitimate shuttle launches into space to go to one planet, then shuttle launches the next. So they did they did what we know physically as a legitimate connection form of travel <laughs> connection flights. Correct. The so I like the practicality of it. The only thing I didn't like is that I felt like because okay, so now it's practical flying, but then they wanted to kind of mix it with commercial flying as well, and that's where I was like, it lost me a little bit because obviously, if you were going to commercialize that, it wouldn't be that way in a sense, or it would be at least a little bit altered. So like, literally, there's a scene, and I, I, this is not going to ruin anything. It's just the way that they formed the scene just kind of got me. Where you see these guys in a very small, compact room, like you would imagine is on the shuttle. And this lady kind of floats on in, offering pillows and a sheet and a, and a, and a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, but this is all one. They're wearing all their full uh, astronaut gear. And I felt like, okay, well, if you're going to make this commercial, you should have made literally that that uh, kind of that, that whole scene commercial looking not just the one that you have the waitress come down and after that i felt like the whole scene could have been more commercialized or you're going to show us commercialized flight travel or of space it should all be there it shouldn't just be you like, portraying your point one, by, by, once, by, once the, by having a, uh yeah so that's what that's the only Put on the blanket only 120 dollars i was like what that's what I'm that's the only aspect of the movie i thought i thought could have been better just because it it took me out of the movie for for that for that you know couple seconds that whole scene happened, but uh, to go into the movie itself, I do agree it does have a slow burn, a slow pace. But I honestly appreciated it. Like I think it needed it. I don't know why. It's weird what? to say. It just it felt like I think okay some movies no slow pace I don't mind, but it was. There was I know it was, it was. It was so many places that they shouldn't have that wouldn't that wasn't needed. I don't know. I just felt like everything kind of came together with it. But I, the I guess that I mean because it is is an excruciating like slow burn of a movie. But I think I think okay. So if you picture movies like like the way people tell you the stories, like imagine obviously movies are stories, but imagine how people tell you stories. You have uh, Michael Bolt, Michael, not Michael, Bolt, uh, Michael, uh, Mike, was it in the movie, Brad Pitt? No, no, like uh, Michael Bay. Yeah. All right. So Michael Bay screams his movies and it works for him. You know, you, you think of every one movie he makes with an exclamation park at the end. This movie would be the opposite in the sense of like, it's something that gets whispered, but you feel like it's appropriate to it because it's, it's again, it's a discovery movie of this guy finding his father. I don't know what it is. I just I like the slow slow burn of it. I could not really tell you a scene that I wanted to get rid of. All right. No, I was I was thinking about the scenes that I would want to give it, but I wouldn't want to just because I don't I can't see it working without it. Like what you know, I didn't get into that because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But 
I guess it was slow, but I kind of appreciated it for that. Um, I want to give it, I think it was a good movie. I mean, it was just, it's an experience. I think people should experience it. Yeah. Might not rewatch it, but <laughs> I think it's, it's an experience to have. So All right, you ready? So reading I want to uh, say one, two, three, 3.5, three, three point five. Three. Uh, all right. I can see that. I really enjoyed it. You really enjoyed it, but not yes. to watch it again. <laughs> it, it you'd have to really kind of like be in that mood to watch it again. Oh but yeah, definitely. Lazy Sunday, you just chilling and you just yeah, watch it. But even even um, like Interstellar, it's mm-hmm. a long movie. Yeah, but, it, but I could watch it more than one. But it was more of a roller coaster rather than a, true than a than a slow wave. You know what I'm saying? That no, yeah, that is true. It goes up and down, but up um, and down. So I think it was a good movie. I think people should watch it. Um, it's not Interstellar. I would say it's Interstellar's Quiet Brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I could definitely see it like that a little bit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll talk about uh, what I did this weekend and as up and coming events coming in Orlando. All right, guys, be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. Nick. Hey, yes, sir. We had it. Well, I had a great weekend. You only stopped by once. Was it once? I came by twice. The same day. Uh, Oh, yeah, same day. You did. All right, so yeah, so this weekend was uh, Siotaku. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people don't know, Siotaku is a anime fighting gaming tournament uh, brought to you by CEO. That is one of the major tournaments in uh, North America or United States. Yeah. Uh, so this one is more focused, very centralized, focused in anime fighting games like Blaze Blue Cross Tag, Eunice, Guilty Gear, uh, Samurai Showdown. Uh, they had. I think they had a few other uh, fighting games that, I, that are more smaller titles that I haven't played before. I haven't heard of, uh, which was disappointing because I wanted to see them and, and ask people like high performing players in action. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did have um, DDR there, which is cool. <laughs> karaoke. And this took in this. They had a karaoke. Yeah. So I they had. Yeah. So they have a, a, a room where they have all like. People could bring their own setups and just set up and play. And in the top back right corner where the arcades were at, they had a karaoke and people were playing karaoke throughout the night. Did you sing? I, you know, I don't sing. I did not. <laughs> I wish I could, but I can't. But yeah, so it was great. It was a three day weekend from Friday to Sunday. And uh, it was mostly 24 hours in both rooms, the main room. Mm hmm. And the side and the, the, the smaller um, self setup room. What was it? Were you there at any obscure hour at any of these days? Yeah, I was there. Friday, I was there till 12. Right when I left, they said, because they had a Beyblades tournament, which was fun. And they live streamed it on Twitch, the final four of Beyblades. Yeah. You remember Beyblades? What is it called? Beyblades. Beyblades? Yeah, so it's. All right, so what it is, is. All right, these. Um, remember uh, Turntops? Like you just spin them, the spin tops, yeah. Like the spin tops, but these are battle, like almost like battles. So they have like little rigid so when you edges. Spin them, the little. The edges they have a on. bowl. They have a bowl, and and. Oh, do you mean this is like a video game? I'm like, what video game is that? No, <laughs> no, it's actual. Beyblades. It's actually like people brought their own Beyblades, battle blades. Battle blades. 
So they used to battle each other, and like whoever broke apart after like guess three rounds, move on to the next to the next opponent. So they had a full. This was as a joke. I remember on on a lot of uh, social media, people were like, "Oh, we should have a baby Beyblades battle," and people were like, "Yeah, right." And then one person was like, "I'm down." Whoever else is down. And they had tables, like two tables, I remember, of people just battling each other. See, but okay, isn't, okay, if I remember correctly, isn't that something more like a Hasbro type thing where it's like, it literally comes kit, like a kit comes with it? Yeah. So it's not like people come in their own custom ones. No, no, it's kit. So literally people are playing a Hasbro game on on what it looks like a professional level. Yeah. (laughs) And it's all by chance. (laughs) That's... Dude, like that's honestly, I could just picture that. Like, imagine people doing uh, hungry, hungry hippo to that level. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna suggest it in the next one. A hungry, hungry hippo battle off. Yeah, nice. That'd be fun, and see what happens <laughs> with that, and put, stream it live. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah, so they had that. Um, there was a lot of t- great turnout. I think there was, if if I remember, it was like probably like two thousand people there. Wow. For such as because remember the no it was just I mean it was a small event compared to let's say Daytona the, the Daytona the regular main event yeah no, that was that was there was a lot to see like that took that's why it took me so long to just walk around that one but this one I mean I'll say it like this I love gaming as far as what I do but I know I'm not that good so it's for me it's like I don't want to play up against guys who play this all day. And so walking around, I experienced a talk to who I know. So like after that, I, I did not know what to do with myself because I wasn't volunteering. So I couldn't really run brackets or anything like that. So I, that's why I was only there such a limited time. Yeah, but you should have just you had my I had my controller on me. You could have just picked it up and just played with anybody. But the, you say it like that. I I did it. I just started playing around. Uh, yeah, I got bodied the whole weekend. Like anytime I played, <laughs> I lost. Until and what's great about it was um, one of uh, one of uh, a friend of mine's an acquaintance, a real good acquaintance of mine named Phil. He works out of Gaming Generations, which mm-hmm. they sell a lot. They help with all the they bring all the setups for yeah. the main room, and they sell the merchandise. So he we were playing Eunice, and he was like, "Have you played this?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "All right, this is the character. Like, what kind of character you like playing?" I'm like, "A neutral, like." A neutral is usually someone a basic, like let's say Ryu from Street Yeah, Fighter. like a like an overall like a neutral player. Like overall character. Like yeah. He's like, good at everything. Yeah, average like average, yeah. you could say good in an overall. But he was like, This is the characters you kind of would want and this is how the function of the game, the game's functionality and what you should look for, how you should like block strings are different on this game than this these other games because of these reasons. And just by that, we were just talking about that for like for an hour, him just like beating me up for the whole hour teaching me like what sh- what to look for and then after that i was getting a little bit better like now i want to get pick up the game and just play it because i have uh, a koski is one of the characters there and i really like him like his gameplay so i might pick up that game uh other things that was there was great was from arc forged um i met them at the twitch orlando event a month or two ago if i'm not remember if i remember correctly mm-hmm. and they had origins of storm which is their original ip fighting game uh which is if you think of it as marvel versus capcom 2 and bloody roar had a kid i didn't do you remember bloody roar no so th- these are fi- it's another fighting game that the human character would has like will transform into an animal 
Was it called Bloody War? No, there's a there's Altered Beast, which was a Sega okay. that you could you. I remember it's, Altered Beast. Yes, yeah, it's side scrolling, but this was almost like on that concept that somebody thought of it, but as a fighting game. Okay. So they had like a clown guy that would turn into a huge. Oh wait, wasn't that a fighting game? Which one? The Ultra, Ultra Beast, Beast one? No, Ultra Beast was a side-scrolling adventure game. Okay, no, no. But there was a game I remember playing, but I remember it called uh, that one, where you were fighting and then you you almost like a boost, where you can actually turn into some kind of an animal. But it was like like wolves, mostly, or something like that. Or I forgot what it was, but there was a game I played like that. I don't know if it was Sega Genesis. It sounded like it would be. Or was it Neo Geo? Wow. Um, <laughs> shows my age right there, guys. Real quick. <laughs> but yeah, so Blood, it's it's a mixture of, of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 because it's like shaded, shaded cells. Yeah. Cells and Bloody Roar. Mm-hmm. So it was really good. It was getting a lot of interest. And then, but this is the craziest thing about it all, which was like that they hit, like, hit me in the heart, which I loved, was um, I met them a month ago, mm-hmm. to mind you. And this weekend they presented, they just recently presented their game, which was called Sonic Smashdown. So it's a Sonic Hedgehog fighting game. Okay, I think that I they, saw it. That they built within three weeks. They wow. built the game in three weeks with five characters. So they had Shadow, Knuckles, Ta- uh, Tails, Rosie, and Mecha Sonic. Why don't they have regular Sonic? No, they have Sonic. They had Sonic oh. Shadow, Tails, Rosie, Knuckles, and Mecha Sonic. That's, yeah, that's six. So they had six characters you could choose from. And that game was phenomenal. They They... It was so popular around the the audience that towards the end of the tournament, they had a free uh, tournament, a side tournament there that people would just sign up for free and just, just to play. And then people were getting super excited about it. And what's great about it, if uh, you guys want to check it out, it's free to download mm-hmm. that game, the Sonic Smashdown. From, yeah. uh, they do have a Discord for it and a... Uh, and you could, I could post it onto our links, and people could follow them. Great people, um, and they also have a Patreon for their uh, Origins of Storm. So, if you, like at least a ten dollar um, payment towards helping them work on their on that game gets you, I think, free access, uh, free access, early access to the game. Nice. So that that's an Arc Forged. I'll tag it, let them know, show them some love. Super nice people. Yeah. So that was that weekend. This is my weekend. So, yeah, so Saturday I stayed till 2 in the morning playing units. Oh, you stayed till 2 in the morning? Yeah, I went to stay till 2. Yeah, right now I'm going to stay till 2. The uh, only, all right, listen, the only reason I, did, I didn't stay longer is because I had to drive home. And I didn't stay at the hotel. If I would have had, like, a room at the hotel, I would have been until, like, 4 in the morning. I was having a good time just playing video games. You can't hate me on that. I no. can. <laughs> I can. You can. But you, you know something? You just, while you were talking about the Sonic thing, I was thinking about something like that, you know, bringing characters into a fighting game arena yeah. that wouldn't obviously be in one or normally in one. So I was thinking, what would be a cool game? What would be a game where you're bringing characters, obviously, that have nothing to do with this kind of world into a fighting game arena and you, you mix the genre up a lot? Which one? 90s sitcom fighting game. 90s sitcom fighting games? I'm talking about like Will, like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air uh. <laughs> versus, you know, Urkel. Or uh, uh, cool. say by the bell, Zach Morris. Oh man, you even bring out like some of the some of the, the weird Obscure. show. Like, uh, like what was uh, that? Step by step, step by step, or uh, what was the 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 the? There was another Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. That sounds like just literally just a the broad cast band of all that. 
um what was it uh there was a there was a tv show that was kind of like california dreams oh california dreams yeah like hoops city guys oh man just you know what i'm gonna let them know like 90s sitcom (laughs) battle royale (laughs) oh my god that would be awesome (laughs) i'm gonna let them know i'm gonna let them know let them know yeah like hey i got another idea for a fighting game as long as we get if they become as millionaire i I cut i just want to play the game now i want to play as urkel fighting screech (laughs) that's that's gonna be a life goal right now just that's a life goal I'm trying to yeah. think what other '90s character would be like so obscure, or so like interesting to fight. Uh, man, but I'm you thinking. could do like '90s and '80s movies. Like you could have like Marty McFly. Oh, Martin! Martin, yeah, in Living Color. Oh, <laughs> Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> think about that. It would be expansion packs. It would be kind of like the new the, the, uh, no, uh, Smash Bros. They have like, they have, <laughs> yeah, they have like the regular base. It'd be like the new DLC is Martin. So that has like the whole cast of Martin oh as, as a DLC. <laughs> I like the way you think, Nick. You know, to- like- you know, Tommy's superpower would be like people just uh, like he would just the question mark would be like, what do you do? And the people just <laughs> <laughs> that's his like, fatality. Just pause, he, goes, like- he goes like finish him. He's like no, I'm going to work, and he just runs off, and nobody <laughs> knows what happens, and the guy just falls. <laughs> Yes. Oh no! I like it. It's over. It's done. It's That's, done. It's sold. It's sold. All sold. Right. So we do have. Besides that, we do have some upcoming events going on in and around the Orlando area. Uh, this weekend is uh, the Juicy. Juicy is one of our good friends, uh, Alex and Eris. They do host weekly, but this is their monthly event on October fifth at uh, the Holiday Garden Inn. At uh, in Orlando at sixty eight fifty Westwood Boulevard, they're gonna have several games. As far as you can tell, they're gonna have Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Tekken Seven, Samurai Showdown, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Dead or Alive Six, Soul Calibur Six, Eunice, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, uh, Street Fighter Five, uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three, Guilty Gear. Uh, they're going to have some mystery tournaments and giveaways. And finally, third Street Fighter, Third Strike. That's one to look out for. Uh, another one is this Friday, Nick, which we should try and check out. It is at the Think Geek at uh, Mall, Florida Mall. Right? The, 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 sto- the, the store? Yeah, so they're going to have their fall convention exclusives Funko Pop sale. Or release. So... Like, you know how, like, um, at most comic book conventions or, com- or conventions, they have exclusives to them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, I think they're going to hold some that you wouldn't be able, that would would have been at the convention that they're going to sell. You know, I've been trying to restrain myself from becoming a Funko Pop, like, collector. Because, like, I've been, like, I've I've become obsessed with everything I've always started, started trying to collect. When I had DVDs, I have over three, almost two or three hundred titles. When I had the McFarlane figures, I had about 200 figures, something like that. Yeah. So, I've so far, the only uh, ones I have are the uh, Fifth Element ones. Yeah. And I'm afraid to jump into even one other topic or genre of Funkos just because I know I'll probably end up with All hundreds. Oh, yeah. No, you go down that rabbit hole real quick. Uh, what's another? Oh, yes. Hourglass Brewing in yep. the Longwood location is having their Villains Part 2. So it's pretty much a return to the Villains theme that they did uh, this year for 2019. It will proceed with um, a lot of vendors selling uh, villain-type 
uh, figures, art, art, um, a lot of DIY projects that people make. So it's good if you want to support local artists and local vendors that uh, that do that type of uh, villain or Halloween type themes. So they are going to have some trivia eight, and you get to chance to win a uh, hourglass brewing gift card. Uh, what else is going on? Oh yes, it's science science night dead. Same day, October fifth is a twenty one and over at the Orlando Science Center. Okay. So they they I think they're doing a adults only theme uh, revolving, um, I guess, uh, other features of. I'm trying to see, they're doing a spin the wheel torture for a Tetris task, uh, catch a monstrous green screen film and more. So they're gonna have a lot of things that are Hollywood. Halloween themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, we also do have some other gaming things coming up on the sixth Sunday at twelve o'clock at uh, Microsoft at the Florida Mall. They're gonna have a guilty uh, Gears of War five escape room mode. So they're gonna do like a timed event. Like people come in if you get the most points. It's not an escape room. Oh, about to say I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, it's not an escape room. And they're gonna have a mode that you have to. I guess it's time, like a time track, how many points you could accumulate within a certain time frame on a certain level to get out. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the other good things that are coming out. But that's pretty much this week. It's a lot of gaming and a lot of, well, because Halloween's around the corner. So that's that. And we are going to go see Joker. I'm about to say, like, I'm waiting for that one. Yeah, of course. I have to finish off with that. We are yeah. going to go see Joker on Thursday at the Altamont AMC Theater around 1045. We should make a post to see if anybody wants to come on and hang out. It's kind of late because it's Thursday night, but still. Hey, man, it's, we're going to be there. I know people are going to watch that movie. If, you know, mm-hmm. we'll be there. Come and look for us. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a great week. As always, you can find us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerds in the City. As always, uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you want us to hear us. Tell us what you want us to talk about. And anything else, as always, bring a nerd, send a nerd, tell a nerd. All right, guys, have a good night. (laughs) Bye.